All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Mean Green Nation podcast and a Twitter space. It's happening at the same time. Um, so, you know, we'll see what's up. Uh, I think, I mean, let's, let's start let's start off and just, and just acknowledge the elephant or the bobcat in the room. Uh, we should not have won this game. Uh, the good Lord above uh, granted us <laughs> uh, a little reprieve. Um, our best scorer, it's Tyler Perry. He did not have a good game. He made what was his uh, uh, what was his final stats? Let me look at it right quick. Um, Tyler Perry. I, I don't have his. I don't have his stats in front of me. I, I think. I, I mean, I was pretty pessimistic down the stretch. I tweeted out some pretty mean, pretty mean things. I'm sure I'm gonna get called out by by a few mamas tomorrow. Like, Don't you talk about my baby like that? But hey, I mean, Tyler Perry. It's like the last two minutes of the game. He showed up. He said, "I'm here. I'm ready to play." I mean, that's that's all you need, though, right? I mean, you know, like that. That's it. You need you need somebody to be. Um, I don't know if you hear me here. You need somebody to be uh, clutch, right? Uh, you need somebody to make shots when it's hard, you know, when it's ugly. That's that's it. Like, role players make shots when they're feeling good, when everything's right, when they get shots when they're supposed to. Your best players, clutch players, primetime players, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, they make shots when it doesn't feel good and all that other good stuff, right? That's uh, Tyler Perry tonight. Ten points on two of ten shooting, uh, you know, two of seven from three, four of eight from the free throw line, and he's an 86% shooter from the free throw line. So uh, this was just the worst possible game. He looked like he wasn't right, like he couldn't find his, uh, like his confidence. He didn't want to shoot. That was weird. Like, you know, I know I'm talking and you talk. Well, let me just say, I think there's a book out on him that he does not drive right because I've noticed it. Like you can see it in the highlights, and you can see it live. You can see it in this game that he'll dribble, dribble right, and then he'll cut back right, do a little cut, uh, little uh, dribble between the legs, um, his his right leg, and then pull it back. And he likes to shoot from that one. So I think everybody's waiting on him to do that, and then he's kind of stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, he, I agree with you. He didn't look right. And even there was a couple times when Mac was like, are you okay? You okay? I mean, he had the, I guess he tweaked his ankle early. Yeah. And he just, he was just passing up shots. And the same thing with like, you know, Ruben attacked early, man, and loved to see that mm-hmm. because he was the tone setter. And then he backed off and he wasn't attacking. And I'm like, oh, these guys, just go, just go get it. <laughs> go get it, man. Yeah, you're good. We trust you. Like you gotta North trust Texas your talent. Is, yeah. So um, if North Texas is gonna go down, like me as a fan watching, I want Tyler Perry jacking threes. I want Ruben Jones putting up threes, going to the basket. I want Dre shooting threes, going to the basket. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I, like it was much easier to stomach the loss versus Louisiana Tech, where we're getting shots that we wanted, and they weren't going down, versus the way we started losing this game where it looked like we lost some of our confidence where some of our best players were not having a confident kind of game. Yeah. I mean, so like, um, yeah, I wrote in the little preview, right. The keys to the game. You got to lock in like NIT is a disappointment. Sure. But only cause we're good. Um, so we got to play this game 
and not wish that we were playing in the playing game or wish that we were playing this weekend. We're playing in this game. This is the game that matters. You got played this one. Um, I thought early on they looked ready to play. And I don't know exactly what happened to Tyler Perry. Maybe it's just a weakness, right? Hey, maybe North Texas is just one or two guys deep and, you know, like at the scoring spots and then everybody else, you want to take them out of the game uh, mentally, then, you know, it's over. And I was like, dominate the paint. Did not do that. We did that earlier. They had 14 points in the paint. That was some of those layups. Ruben Jones looked good, like you said. But Usman, what happened? There? He was he was rushing, they were saying on the broadcast. I mean, he was they missing. couldn't get him the ball. They yeah. could not get him the ball. Texas State did a great job fronting him, playing him from all kinds of different angles. North Texas could not get him the ball. Tyler Perry, you know, we've, we've said it enough. You know, he just didn't look right. And he wasn't right defensively either because Texas State was running him through every screen imaginable. They were doing the, the handoffs, which Louisiana Tech took advantage of. They were doing that. They were moving him all over the place. They were getting the matchups where, you know, he was kind of getting lost in space. And, like, early on in the season, he wasn't a great defender, but he wasn't terrible. But throughout the season, he's been one of those guys that makes three or four plays defensively where he strips a ball or he's really locked in. And he just wasn't that way until the last two minutes and overtime, his defense came alive. He was being a little bit more aggressive offensively. Yeah, I think I think it had to be something related to his ankle, uh, just because he's probably thinking about his ankle and then not concentrating. You're right about all those things, like you know, he's he's tiny, right? He's a he's a five ten, whatever. Teams, every team worth it, so is gonna say, let's see if we can bully him. Let's see if we can get rebounds over him. Let's see if we can get some switches. Let's see if he can defend. If he's willing to fight through screens, all that other good stuff. And you're right, he, he has done a great job of digging. Like North Texas likes to dig or having somebody to help. Did that early. He got he got chased off a bunch of screens. I thought Ruben Jones did a great job defending. Um, but they had two guys that are basically the same dude, right? They have Harold, like to dribble around, shoot some threes, snake around some screens and things. And they have that uh fifty five, whatever that guy's name is, I forget his name. Like I think I wrote it down somewhere. Um Drennan, yeah, Drew Drennan. It's kind of similar. They, they, you know, they're smallish kind. You got to chase them around. That's not super fun. And they did a good job making North Texas defend them. I don't know that Texas State did a lot of stuff that was like, wow, just so amazing. I thought North Texas just kind of got passive, you know. Um, so didn't really continue to dominate. Didn't really li- – I said limit transition threes. But what I was – I thought that was the only time they were going to get some open looks. But they created a lot of chaos that sort of it's sort of like transition threes where they're like tipping the ball, the ball's on the floor, they get a second rebound and they kick it out and somebody's standing in the corner for a three. Uh it's like it's, Yes, yeah, I think sort of transition. Your, your word chaos was a great example of, of how they played. They just they created chaos, they made North Texas uncomfortable. I do think some of the stuff that they ran, I tweeted it, was similar to Louisiana Tech. But then the other things they were doing was getting a, a guard on, like, Isaiah Small or Caesar. Um, they're big guys, right? And then they were what they would do was once they got that matchup, that switch, they would put everybody, you know, up top. So it would yes, almost yes. be like a high-low. And then, yeah, I thought that was great coaching by the Texas State coach. They, they got some good looks against our defense. Like, they, they ran some, some good stuff, right? I mean – 
that's why they were leading. That's why they really they should have won the game, but they didn't close the door on North Texas. Yeah, well, I mean, so what I mean, I, I don't. I think you're right in that. I think that it's not. There's not a case where North Texas was like giving up gobs of points at times. Um, I and mean, we we held them. At, they scored 63 right in overtime, but they had 57, which I think is like 20 points. They scored like 70 a game. So I can't even do the math. It's about you know 15 points under their season average. It's again we kind of held them. Uh, we didn't let them get a lot of looks. Um, a lot of the normal stuff that they get. I felt like we made them uncomfortable. Hold on. Who was their best shooter that we just shut down today? I'm just asking. Asbury. That That's dude. it. Yeah, he got injured too right at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. He he tweaked his ankle driving. That's what I'm saying. It's like I thought like when Texas State is playing well. From what I saw, I watched like a couple games and I, I looked through all their, their stuff. Caleb Asbury is shooting like six to eight threes a game, and he's making like you know anywhere from four to five of them or something like that. Uh, also, Harold can shoot it. Um, the there's that other dude. Um, was it Adams? He can shoot it a little bit. This is the dude and, with the dreads. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I thought we did a good job shutting that down. They didn't really get what they normally like to get. But like to Greg's point, they found some success. I did not think that Nigel Caesar was going to be able to, to to get tons of buckets the way he was doing <laughs> it there. But he was he was down because he was aggressive, right? I think that's the point you're making there. Like. You look at like Usman, right? A lot of times when he was going against uh, um, some of like the best bigs in in the league, it's because he was aggressively going to his shot and getting it, getting good looks. If you're kind of passive and overthinking it, then you're playing into their hands. Um, you know, I just all that combined, right? Our leading score had zero points all the way for 39 of the 40 minutes of the game time. <laughs> he had zero points. Uh, so he played terribly, but he also was super clutch. Let's not forget. Let's give him, let's give him his recognition and deserved praise for, I mean, busted ankle, terrible confidence. He hit a clutch three with 46 seconds left, right? So it was like 39 minutes. Uh, it was like 40 minutes and, uh, what is it? 10 seconds, 11 seconds of terrible basketball from Tyler Perry. And then he says, okay, clutch three, uh, another clutch. three. Then he missed a free throw. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> You know, Drez hit a clutch three down the stretch, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, I, you know, I was kind of upset, too. I was like, because um, Tyler got into the lane, and I was like, shoot the ball. And then he passes <laughs> out to Perry, and my wife was, uh, and he passes it out to Drez, and my wife's like, look, see, he made it. Are you happy? <laughs> yes, well, but no. I, how many no, I'm not happy, have? but yes, I am happy. All at the same time. What was that? How many points did McBride have today? Because he showed up in the first half. He had 24. He was making he, all the threes, and we were like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Jez McBride had 24 points on 8 of 18 shooting, oh 6 of 13 from 3. and then That those, dude just showed up today. In 43 minutes. <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy. Thomas Bell. Tournament dress. Yeah, Thomas Bell was plus 20, in case anybody's yes. wondering. McBride was plus 2. Murray was plus 6. Well, um, if Bell didn't foul out, I think we would have scored more, but... Yeah, he, he had three offensive rebounds, and uh, he was 5 of 9 from the field. He didn't get to the free throw line as much as I think we all wanted, and he also had five assists. Well, Super I don't want play from Thomas Bell. <laughs> well, I think, it's, I think when he gets to the line, it's, it, it does one thing, one, uh, at least one thing. Fouls their guys out, and it, yeah. it throws off their game. 
oh, it slows sure. down the game also. Um, and I don't know that we we were able to control the pace to the level we wanted. But, I mean, I don't know. 24 points in the paint for us. Yeah. 28 for them. Yeah. Well, Boo uh, showed up later in the second half. He didn't do shit in the first, but what are you going to do? Only six for him. Yeah. Six points I for him. I mean, he had that big dunk, kind of changed the momentum a little bit. Then, you know. it, it was just, you know, they couldn't get him touches, mm-hmm. like comfortable touches. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not one of those big guys that is going to um, square people up and kind of take them off the dribble. He's got to have it, you know, everything nice and comfortable for him so he can back some people down. And teams of, you know, nobody's going to make it easy for him anymore because they realize how yeah. important he is to our offense. Yeah, we're, right? we're, so we're going to. Well, I was going to say, we were talking uh, last space that I didn't record uh, about what like everybody needs to improve on. I think that you say, hey, Usman, get a little face-up game. You know, if you can if you can come out and get the ball, turn and hit a little 15-footer, like it doesn't have to be your primary shot. But if you can show that you can hit it, I think that makes it easier. I don't um, think they're going to allow him to do that, right? Because they didn't allow, like, Zach. I felt like he could do that, and he was a senior, and they never really let him shoot a mid-range game. They made him still play with his back to the basket. Where Zach improved so much between his sophomore, junior, senior years was his ability to pass the ball. Right, We could start yeah. start the offense there. He would hit open guys, and so maybe that's where they're hoping with Usman. But I'm, I, I agree with you because I watch enough basketball. If, the, if Usman had a 15, 18-foot jump shot, I mean, he'd be really hard to stop. I mean, he, he's there just to body the inside. I mean, that's what he does best. I mean, I, there is – that's a good point that, that uh, Greg's making, that there's a lot – there's a thousand ways to play basketball, right? And you watch the NCAA tournament and see all kinds of different styles. Uh, some like to use their bigs as, like, out in the three-point line as screeners. You can see that, like, Charlotte likes to use Khalifa like that. Even Rice likes to use um, – what's his name? Uh, Fiedler like that. We like our big guys – in the paint and maybe setting a screen on the pick and roll, but then dive into the cup. Um, and I mean, we, you know, we won 25 games this season, most in program history. So I don't think it's a, it's, it's bad, right? You know, this is fine. We don't, we don't necessarily need Abu Usman, uh, the, <laughs> the reincarnation of, uh, or, or the college version of, uh, what's the name? Big cat over there in the, the Timberwolves right now shooting threes, winning three point uh, contest. No, we need him to perform the dream shake. The Keem Alive <laughs> wanted. That's what we need. Yeah. I can't believe he got called for that foul though. That was really weird to me when when he got the offensive foul. Yeah, yeah that was because he's been doing that move all for, year. Yeah. yeah, all year long, and it like to me, if you're gonna hook somebody, you actually have to make the physical contact oh, with yeah. your elbow. I mean, his elbow was already past the guy, and it was like, okay. <laughs> it, it was it was a very interesting ref game because yeah. it was extremely physical. But then you'd have little touch fouls, and you're like, look, you can't. And that's what <laughs> I hate about referees. It's like be consistent. If you're gonna allow it to be physical, yeah. then let the guys beat each other up. If you're yeah. gonna be a touch foul guy, then call the touch foul. Yeah, I, I I think I mean that's always the case, right? That there are three, three people, uh, 
I mean, this uh, is Conference USA rest. What, what are we What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, actually, I don't even know who these guys are. I'll, I'll look them up. I probably not, but that. you know, I gotta say it like that. It's just the <laughs> probably they're probably Sun Belt refs. Let's be honest. <laughs> Texas State was getting like every call. Yeah. Well, so I, you know, yes, you're right. Uh, seriously, though, I think that like. Uh, North Texas got real passive. I know, Greg, you were like, I, I feel like you're quitting. I don't know. I, I think that they're, they're just in a they, – they ran up against a team. Is this like the first team that won something that we played this year, right? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. The Sun Belt – there's the Sun Belt regular season champs that we played. And, you know, whether or not you think the Sun Belt is good or whatever, I think Conference USA went 5-5 five and five against the Sun Belt. Um you got to give them respect. And that's what I was saying is like, they were, Texas State was not going to, you know, say, well, it's kind of tough to score. I guess we'll go home now. Go back to San Marcos, go to the outlet mall or something. Um, they were like, they were, my wife's going to bust up in here and she's going to be like, you know what? Greg was all pissy during out the game and I had to take off my Texas State sweatshirt and my college ring because. They needed to win, otherwise I wouldn't have a happy life around. Here. <laughs> happy husband, happy life. Is that what it that what it is now? That's the future. In March and April, yeah, it is like that. <laughs> um, yes, all right. So like that's what I'm saying. It's like Texas State is good, right? They had I think Harold's been there for like three years. I mean, Greg, you'd know more. Uh, Harold's been there for a while. Uh, that other dude, um, uh, Small's been there for a while. Uh, Small's been there for a while. Yeah, and I think uh, at least one other guy, maybe Asbury. They've been there. They, you know, they've won a lot. They've won 20 games, like, three seasons in a row. They're a good program, and we should respect them, right? They but gave do us- we think we could beat them again if we saw them? I, I, yeah, yes, I, I think yes. we could. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, North think Texas- we, I think we got their best game tonight. I, yes. I, I, I think I their height, though, is what concerns me. I don't think they compete, can compete with Usman in the box. Bell kind of bullied them, too. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Sorry. That's, yeah. that's what we had mentioned like in our, our previous space was that I felt like watching Texas State lose to Louisiana, that they struggled with size. And I was like, look, they're not going to be able to stop Usman in the post. And I didn't think they'd be able to – like Isaiah Small, yeah, he's 6'8", and he's tall and lanky, but I thought Bell could out-physical him, which he really didn't do a bunch of. What he did tonight was the game that we thought Thomas Bell should excel out this year was – he was slashing. He was cutting. It wasn't so much of a back down game. And then he was at throwing passes and getting the five assists tonight. Like his game was really well. I mean, that's what he played really well tonight in a way that we thought he should play all year. Yeah. Um, I watched that Louisiana game, right? The Ulala. And it, Texas State played in that game the way we played in this game. Where, I mean, you, you can't really ascribe, you, you don't know what they're thinking, right? But it looked a little bit like Texas State felt like they accomplished something and weren't ready to rumble with L- Louisiana. And Louisiana was like, we got to, we're playing the number one team, we got to play hard. And, you know, they were ready for it. North Texas came out in this one, I think they were like, we lost because we couldn't hit threes. We hit some threes and we felt like, okay, we, we got it. We're good. We, we're back. We have our game back. And they, they played a little comfortable, I thought. And even at that pace, you know, Texas was up by four at halftime. And then Texas State started making a little run when it got kind of weird. And then because Perry was hurt or, I don't know, lost some confidence, whatever. We'll say he's hurt, right, because he was bothered by the ankle thing. And then we realized we, we didn't really have anybody to bail us out. 
and that's been a an old thing, right? It happened like in, early in the season where we're looking around saying, who's going to be the guy that's going to make a play? What, where do we go to? What sets do we execute what? Um, I thought Jones played well. He had 15 in this game. Um, and, you know, obviously Perry bailed us out. We got lucky. Let's, let's acknowledge it. I'd rather be lucky than good. I'm glad the ref called a foul on his elbow hair. You know, he he fouled his he fouled the it's a foul. Of it's a foul, but anyway, you want to slice it up. I thought he got fouled when I watched it live. Mm-hmm. Watched the replay. He got fouled. Yes, he did kick his legs out, but the foul occurred before he kicked his legs out. So, I mean, but they did that earlier, so you got to call it both ways. That's fine. I, I would take it. I would take it a hundred ways. Uh, you know, I I think again, being aggressive helped like Perry was shooting that um, and they were getting closer on him and they were trying to block him. Like I said, because he was aggressive in the, the previous three possessions on that one, the ref, maybe he's leaning a little bit. Maybe he was ready to call a foul. Maybe he was looking for it. That's how you do it. That's why you be aggressive. Uh, Cause you know, you might get the clutch one. So that, to me, when Perry started shooting, that's when we got back in the game. We looked more like us. We're down what? Eight. Was it seven yeah. or eight? It was eight. eight. It looked it looked real bad, and and that's what, it was like. We were there. It was that four points, uh, or, or yeah, five point lead for them. It's kind of weird. There's a scramble to kick it out to the corner to Asbury, and I think he hits his first three of the game or whatever that was. That looked like it was over. Perry, super clutch, eight points in the second half, all in the final forty six seconds. Super clutch. McBride had nine in the second. Yeah. Everybody else had two. So now, I mean, we I don't know we don't know yet who they play. They, they move on. They get the winner of <clears throat> Virginia and Mississippi State, which those two will play to tomorrow. tomorrow tomorrow at six p.m. on ESPN two. And uh, yeah, that's going to be Virginia is a two and a half point favorite. You know, it's kind of funny. Virginia has the one dude that's very much like Harold. Uh, the point guard. I can't think of what his name is. It's um, the little short guy. You know who I'm thinking of, right? Uh, I don't. But... You haven't seen him play? Um, the, it's Clark. Um, Kihi Clark. He's like a little 5'10", five, 5'9 five, guy. Yeah. A little short dude. He's going to be exactly like Harold. And he's going to pester Perry. Like, if, if that's the matchup that they, you know that we see. It's going to be extremely difficult. I hope, I hope that we play with the pace we did in the first four minutes. Because it just seemed like everybody was comfortable. Like, Ruben was comfortable. Thomas was comfortable. Drez was comfortable. Like, hey, we, we can go a little bit faster and still yeah, not completely sacrifice our defense. I mean, Ruben Jones is 6'5". He has long arms. In the open court, he can get to the cup. And I think that is as good of a shot as we'll get running the offense, right? And I would like to see them look for that a little bit sooner, right? Let's get Ruben Jones attacking the basket. And if he doesn't have a, like, if he can't, if he doesn't have a one-on-one going to the basket, that's fine. Let's pull it out and reset. But if it's there, attack. I think Marjorie McBride does the best job of doing that. He'll attack with, uh, with like, meanness, <laughs> right? 
He pounds the ball into the court. Like it's an aggressive pound. Yeah, and and that we need somebody to do that. Like we 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 talked about this before in the podcast. We're definitely missing a guy that can score in the open court. Uh, I mean, um, I can't even think of his name right now. Ryan Woolridge was great at that. He's like he couldn't shoot free throws worth of nothing, but he could always get to the basket, and that was huge. He was quick enough; he can get there. You just like let him go. Um, we don't have that, and that is a problem. Um, and I mean, I thought it was a problem in this game because I thought we had a lot of opportunities to do that. And because we don't get those easy buckets, then our easy buckets have to come on putbacks, which we didn't get because I think you mentioned this in the podcast that Texas State is like they have a lot of little guys that like to uh, do the same things that Thomas Bell does, right? They like to get in there for a second, just, you know, create havoc, create chaos, get their hands and stuff. It was clear, right? Ruben Jones got a rebound. He looked around. He didn't check his shoulders, which is what you got to do. And he started dribbling. And I think it was Adam snuck in, stole the ball, got a bucket. And they were up one. Uh, I think it was in overtime or maybe later or whatever it was. It, it was in overtime. Yeah. I mean, it was an escape. I don't feel um, guilty. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I think you need a lucky game. Every team has one of those kinds of games. Um, you need some luck. Like when Florida won, uh, got to the final four one year, I think they started out by hitting a, a buzzer beater in the lane. You know what I mean? You just, you need some luck. And, I'll take it. North Texas needed to be lucky tonight. Um, if we're like, man, I was some home cooking. Yeah. And we were at home. So it was a good thing. Um, you know, we've, we've been, we've had some, some bad calls elsewhere, you know, in, in uh, road spots. I thought we got some bad calls in El Paso, but you know, it's yeah. Road, it's, yeah. It's March. You get to play again. We get to play probably, I would say probably Monday. If, if Virginia and Mississippi state are playing tomorrow, I guess, the next round is Sunday, Monday, so I'm gonna guess probably Monday. Yeah, and then you get a rest up. You get to be at home. Nobody has to do any traveling. All that is good. Um, is. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said. Survive is the biggest thing. They didn't play great. They got a, a great shot from Texas State. Texas State's no slouch of a program. They got a really good coach. Um, they won the Sun Belt. I know the Sun Belt's not great, but you know, they they created that chaos tonight. We didn't really respond well in the middle part of the game, but you got you got Tyler Perry to uh step up and do his thing at the end. Oh, we got uh Odie Bojangles. What's up, man? Hey guys, uh neutral perspective here. Um let's let's talk about how your main player is named after um you know <laughs> a black comedian and also how Junior Lofton owns you. Um, yeah, just want to throw that out there. Let, let the uh, one, let the main one, fans speak on that for a little bit. <laughs> Junior Lofton does not own anybody over here. Uh, what do you have? Two points, something like that, in, in the, the the semifinal game. Two points. He definitely did not have two points. Do you know? I don't, you know. I don't know, but he definitely yeah. owns you. And that's why we're having a Twitter space for the. So you don't know. Um, what you call it? Uh, what was I going to say? 24 points for McBride, right? You got totally thrown off by the Louisiana Tech fan there. Nah, and I, I, I knew it was something like that. I wanted to see what he was going to say. But, but I mean, he, didn't, you know, he doesn't know what the numbers were, so I don't want to talk to him anymore. Um, 
Look, hey, we love we love Junior, and we'll love him whenever whatever school he goes to play at next. Um, <laughs> when he levels up, he's like, "Well, I was good at Louisiana Tech. Now time he's, to He's beaten North there. Texas twice out of let's see, they played three times this year, three times last year, so he's two and four. Yeah, I guess he owns the loss column. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, McBride, twenty-four points, clutch, bounce back game. He struggled two games in the tournament. Bounce back, like you said, you called him uh, Tournament McBride. You know, I like it. Um, full credit to him. I, I want to call out everybody who struggled in the tournament, uh, the conference tournament, and talk about how well they played in this one because I think it's important. Bell played a lot better, uh, like overall game. We talked about McBride. I thought Ruben Jones was super aggressive, three of six from three. Uh, he was 0-2 against, I think, Tech, and I think like he made – Two threes, I think, against Rice. I can't remember right now. But good stuff tonight. Ruben Jones, more aggressive. I like it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll ask you, Greg, do you have confidence that, uh, say, Tyler Perry's going to be like better next game? Is he going to bounce back? Is it an ankle thing? What What's going on there? I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. He struggled here this past month, really struggled in March. So it, it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do. Maybe this will give him a, a shot of confidence, a boost in his confidence. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think the ankle thing will be an issue. I think really it's just a confidence thing and trying to figure it out. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, this is March. Uh, you're going to get better teams. That's, that's a good part. There's no um, good team beat up on a couple of UTSAs. You know, FIUs, and then you take on another good team. It's good team and better team and better team. It just gets, you know, continues that way. So I think this is all good. This is good stuff for, I mean, yeah, for like Thomas Bell, uh, J.J. Murray. They've been here. They kind of, you know, they're going to move on. Um, but, you know, like for Usman, this is this is great. This is like the next level stuff. He's He did really well this season. And I think getting into these games – is going to help him know the level that's required for him to be um, and, like, the performance standard that's required of him night in, night out. You know what I mean? Because it's not, hey, you got to show up. you got to be good because these teams are ready for you. And, they're, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, that's what I'm looking for, forward to, I think. That's what's going to come out of this. Are you going to let anybody else talk? Uh, yeah, I was looking at Jordan. I don't know. I'm going to add Jordan. What's up, Jordan? Let's go to Jordan in uh, wherever in the hell. What's up, man? Jordan, you're on the air. <laughs> and I'm letting Reed talk. Both of y'all are on mute. Can I unmute? Go ahead. Well, I don't hear Jordan. Sorry, I didn't know if Jordan was going or it was me. Go ahead, Reed. Cool. Um... Appreciate y'all doing this. Um, I wanted to highlight Drez. I thought his defense tonight was really good. His on-ball defense, um, really strong. That in overtime, I just remember that uh, Asbury had the uh, the one-on-one, you know, last second into the shot clock, three-point attempt, and Drez just stayed in front of him, cut him off, stayed in front of him, good hands. Um, so, anyways, I, I liked his on-ball defense to go along with his offensive. Uh, output so wanted to highlight that if y'all didn't already say that in the beginning no those are good points greg likes to highlight his ability as a defender 
Uh, I did mention that. Yeah, Asbury is their best dude. Uh, he's a he's you know he's a shooter guy. I really don't haven't watched enough of him to know whether or not he has like a on ball kind of game where he can create his own shot. But that was a great defensive sequence. Greg, you got anything else you want to add on that one? No, I, I mean that that sums it up. He he's been one of the better on ball defenders all year long, and it's no surprise that he was able to um, come up in the clutch and get a help get a defensive stop. Make it difficult. Clutch. Clutch McBride. Dress. Tournament dress. 43 minutes from that dude. Usman, 34 minutes. Uh, does anybody have... Uh, you want to you wanna talk? Uh, we're going to wrap this up uh, soonish. Uh, I, made, I made promises to family and stuff. Like, I know I just dominated the TV and all this other stuff. And somebody wanted to watch Lego Batman. And I made them watch it somewhere on an iPad in some room that we have. Yeah, it's... So, I can hear it going off the rails in the living room right now. My wife's trying to get the kids to clean up, and they're just crying and yelling, and she's probably already upset that Texas State lost, so I know she's going to give me the wife. They can hear me. They, 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 yeah, Jordan, go ahead. Hey, no, I was just wondering. Uh, I think it was on March 11th, and Tyler Perry went down uh, on the visiting sideline and looked up, and I think he mouthed the word daddy when he was looking at Kenneth Lofton, Kenneth Lofton did have nine points. I checked that from the person who was in earlier. So did y'all see that or did I make that up? Yeah, you, you made that up. Uh, but I like it. That's quality. He was, Jordan took a long time. It was a slow, the slow moving one. Look, I like Kenneth Lofton. I think he's a good player. Uh, and I also don't think that he did that well against our guy, Abu Usman who was not on any U.S. national team, anything, you know what I mean? Uh, but I guess, you know, Mr. Brooklyn shut him down. Um, anything anything else we want to talk about? We got things, like, see Greg, y'all don't see Greg. I'm looking at him on the Zoom right here. I see him looking back. Uh, hey, wife, real wife, quick. Man, she's like, I'm going to go spend these outlet mall vouchers over here because that's what happens at Texas State. Hey, Thanks for listening. I'm, I, I did record this. I'm going to rip the audio and I'm going to put it post it as a podcast. So if you didn't get to listen to all of it, you'll you'll listen to it. And I did it this time. Reed, you have something to say? Go ahead, man. I'm just going to say, are we guaranteed to be off ESPN Plus next round? <laughs> I don't know about that one, but maybe. Yeah, well, there, there there are a few games, right? Because the first round will be over. Like so, they had to spread it out. There's only so many ESPNs that are on broadcast television. So yeah, but you'd think just unbiased here you'd think the two seed would get a uh national game yeah it, it should be national well so everybody kind of like yeah you want to see the one seed or the two seed or something like that but also i think everybody thinks or that at least from a broadcaster's perspective you think that it's going to be an uninteresting game you're like this is going to be a blowout right so you don't really worry about it. you broadcast those other ones right eight nines or, or i mean like the the ones that are more evenly matched you're gonna get a better game so I think that that was the thinking, at least. And this was just a surprise. Go ahead, Reed. For sure. No, no. I, I, I'm with you. I just – that was very frustrating. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. We're 1-0 on ESPN Plus in March. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Colby, you got something to say? Go ahead, man. I want to say that we should be on either two or you for the next game. It just depends on if we play Saturday or Sunday because if it's Sunday, we'll probably be on two just because the NBA plays on Sundays on ESPN. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
what is it really? I don't have it in front of me. I don't have like the NFT spread. I got like five tabs open, and that's not one of the ones I have open. Anyway, we'll look at it. Like I said, we'll we'll post it. We'll see what's up. Uh, I think everybody will get all the information later. Whatever it is, we're gonna watch it. At least we people here. It would be great if we can get that on a over the air broadcast. Just because I think it's just better. They have better cameras. The whole deal. You got something to say, Greg? Well, I was trying to get my son on here to talk, but he didn't want to say anything. So, yeah, that's how they do. They, they start talking, and you're like, "What? Go ahead, say something." They're like, "No, I'm too shy now." Yeah, no, most unfortunate. No, I, I don't have anything else to say. I mean, happy they won, survived, wasn't pretty down the stretch. Get to play another game, prime time opponent. Maybe they'll step up their game. Yeah, I mean, we can expect that it's going to be tough in every game going on. It's not going to be blowouts the rest of the way. And so, I don't know, take your heart medications or whatever, guys. Whatever it is. Make sure you're not, uh, you know, <laughs> make sure you're not vulnerable. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're done. I think it's only gentlemen on here. Now I'm looking at it. It just tells me, tells me what the market is. All right. Y'all, thanks for listening. This was fun. We'll do it again after the next game. Win or lose. We'll do thanks, it. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard it. Those are those are Greg's kids. <laughs> My wife in the background. <laughs> All right. I don't think they're going to take the stage. <laughs> Children. All right. All right. We're done. Thanks, y'all.